What's up, guys? It is your Sports Fanatic back with yet another edition of the Sports Fanatic. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Um, where do I start, man? Oh, my God. Where do I start? I hope you guys had a safe and blessed and productive day. Hope you guys got stuff done today. Um, and uh, I hope this podcast makes you guys feel better. Today's podcast, I'm going to be giving you my thoughts on the NBA Finals, uh, on Game 1 of the NBA Finals between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. And before I get into that, congratulations to England on beating Denmark 2-1 to uh, in the Euro Cup semifinal. They'll be facing Italy on Sunday at 3 on ESPN. Stay tuned into that. You know, um, I'm definitely, you know, in, in these coming years, and actually in, you know, a- after this year, I'm definitely going to need to, you know, watch a lot more of of Euro and the Copa and the Copa Cup, because um, it just seems so, so entertaining and so fun, you know, um, and, 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 and and it's so much, you know, so many stories I feel like in these in these tournaments, you know, what I'm saying? so many stories, um, and so if you guys haven't, you know, checked out much of Copa or Euro or or, um, or the Euro Cup. Copa America or uh, the World Cup. Um, make sure to watch these finals because there, I know these finals are going to be tight. Um, between England and um, Italy, and um, I believe, you know, Argentina and Brazil. Um, it's going to be great. So, tune into that. You don't want to miss that. So, sorry I got a little uh, you know, sidetracked. I just want to congratulate England. Um, for the victory, and uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's hop, hop right into it. Um, so for me, with game one in the NBA Finals, uh, first of all, I just want to let you guys know that I had the Bucks in seven games. Um, you know, I believe in Giannis, I, I believe in Drew, and of course, I believe in that defense. You know, I believe that they're going to get the job done. It's going to take them a while, it's going to be a long, hard fought series, but I think the Bucks are going to win. A really close series, probably going to be a seven regardless. You know, Bucks score twenty from seven, at least six. It's going to be at least six. So uh, I'm excited. But um, for me, with the Bucks, you know, one thing that kind of concerned me is how, first of all, how mediocre Giannis played, and also, you know, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, how they were just getting to their spots. Just punching Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis, uh, yeah, Bobby Portis, um, in their pick and roll, you know, I, just how easy it looked for them at times, you know. Uh, Devin Booker was eight of twenty-seven, I mean eight of twenty-one with twenty-seven points. Um, Chris Paul had thirty-two points. Um, it just felt like it was too easy at times, you know. And and something that really confused me was them going with Drew Holiday most most of the game on Devin Booker and PJ Tucker. On Chris Paul. I mean, um, no, yeah, PJ Tucker on Chris Paul, yeah, and Drew Holiday, um, on Devin Booker. I, I would switch that. You know, and first of all, first things first, I would switch that because I'm, I'm, I love talking about these defensive matchups, you know, in these different series and different games. I love this stuff. You know, you know, making, you know, matching up, you know, different players to different defenders. Um, 
you know, it, it's it's so fun for me to make it a, a, a big deal, but I would have P.J. PJ Tucker on Devin Booker, and, I, and I'll tell you why. P.J. PJ Tucker is about 6'5 to 6'7. Decent wingspan. He's aggressive. He's a veteran. He's thick. You know, he's kind of wide. He's super strong. Um, and he's the perfect defender, on, in, in my opinion. You know, he could really give Devin Booker some issues with his aggressiveness, with his, with his physicality, you know, especially out there on the perimeter. He can really give Devin issues. He can't post them up, you know, like he can with some smaller guards. He definitely can't, you know, maybe he can blow by him, but P.J., you know, with that physicality, might offset that a little bit. Um, they, they let him play against KD, you know, in that Brooklyn series, so I feel like they might let him play a little bit with Booker, too. Um, so I, I feel like P.J. could really give Devin some issues. Um Devin is super crafty though, and he, he he's a very he's just a dynamic player. So I feel like he's still gonna get his, and he's still gonna you know get to his spots and make some tough shots. But I feel like PJ could really make it hard on him. And with Drew Holiday on Chris, I don't know why they didn't have him on him in the first place, but he is. I feel like he's the he's arguably the best point guard defender in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So he he took Goran Dragic of the Miami Heat in round one. He took Kyrie Irving in round two. And he took Trey Young in the conference finals, okay? Um, you know, Chris Paul dropped 32. You know, I don't think P.J. Tucker is a really good matchup for him, for, uh, for that. I feel like he's better suited on, you know, a guy that he can get his hands on, which is, you know, Booker. Because he plays, Booker plays off ball a lot. You know, he's a, you know, he's off, yeah, he's off ball a lot of the time. So I feel like P.J. really thrives in, you know, off ball where he can, you know, kind of be physical and it can kind of go unnoticed, I feel like. Um, but Drew, he's so, he, first of all, he's, like six six four, um, he's stout, he's quick, great guy, great hands. You know, he's like one, uh, he's like one, he's like the perfect Chris Paul defender for me. You know, in my, in my opinion. But I saw a stat that over the past four seasons, you know, Chris Paul was like eleven and twenty one against you know Drew Holiday. He had thirty five percent, thirty thirty five points. I think he said. So I, I I think Chris Paul over the past couple of years has played well against Drew, but um, I just. I just I just have more faith in Drew against him, you know, than like a PJ. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying PJ can't do it, but I I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like Drew is just a better matchup. He's he's you know closer closer in height to Chris, so he did, he doesn't have to you know work as hard to get down, fight through screens. You know what I'm saying he's got great hands, like I said. He's quick on his feet. He's stout, so he's a perfect matchup for Chris in my in my eyes. Um, and with Giannis, when I said you know I talked about him not being aggressive enough. I don't, he had 19 points, you know, but he had eight, like, in the first quarter, and then after that, I think he had, like, 11, so, I feel like he, he, he needs to be more aggressive, uh, he needs to be better, um, he needs to actually jump shot, which he had in the first minute to lose, by the way, um, his lack of a jump shot really hurts his team, it hurts him, you know, um, and people are probably going to, you know, out there saying that the Bucks are better without Giannis, and this and that, and the third, so on and so forth, and ignore those people, okay, um, ignore those people. Um, those are the people that you don't want, you know, making important, making big decisions, you know, uh, or, you know, giving their, giving their advice on things. And people who think that the Bucks are better without Giannis, don't listen to them. Um, but, you know, I just feel like Giannis needs to be more aggressive and he needs to, he, he really needs to figure out this free throw issue. You know what I'm saying? He really needs to figure that out. Uh, and fast. Um, but, you know, I feel like the Bucks are going to be all right. I feel like we're going to see a different Bucks team in, in game two. 
Uh, congratulations to the Suns for winning game one. They took care of business. They did what they needed to do. They've lost Dario Saric to a torn ACL, so that really sucks. He was an important key in terms of spacing the floor, you know, setting good screens, hustling, you know, um, bring, you know, bringing toughness. So he's uh, a, a, a key part to that team. Um, but, you know, just ne the next man up mentality, you know, saying the next guy has to step up. You know, and I feel like the Suns are a deep team. They're a talented team, a very well-coached team, and I feel like they're going to get it done. Um, they're going to, you know, it's they're gonna, the next man is going to – the next man is going to step up, is what I mean. Um, but I have the Bucks taking game two. Uh, I feel like we're going to see a better Giannis. I feel like Chris Paul won't play as well. He might play, still play well, but I feel like uh, I, I feel some adjustments coming, maybe possibly in the lineup and this matchup, like I said. Hopefully they come because I feel like for the Bucks' sake, the matchups that I mentioned are better than what they had already. Um, like I said, not saying Drew can't guard Devin Booker, not saying – you know, PJ can't guard Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? But Devin Booker, you know, he can shoot over Drew. You know, he can possibly, you know, he can kind of blow, blow by Drew. You know, he's super crafty, you know, and he usually does well against – actually, I can't even say he does well against smaller players because Patrick Beverly did do a job on him. But I don't know. Just for me personally, I would put PJ – I would put PJ on him because he's like a bigger, more physical, more experienced Patrick Beverly, you know. Um, and – I feel like that would really work out well for the for the Bucks, and obviously I mentioned Drew on Chris Chris Paul. I would do that as well, you know. And for the, if I was the Suns, I would just keep just keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying if if, if they're gonna keep playing drop coverage coverage with their bigs on those pick and rolls, then I'm gonna keep. You know, if 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 they sag off, I'm gonna you know if I'm Chris and Devin, I'm taking the mid range. You know, if they're gonna come hedge or you know come up and try to switch it, I'm I'm attacking the double team. I mean, I'm attacking the switch. I'm attacking the big man again. You know, if they're gonna if they're gonna fight o over the screen, um, you know, then Da can Dan DeGonza Aiton can roll lob, you know. Um, I mean, it's like it's like a, it's like a pick your poison offense, you know. It's it's a pick your pick your poison uh, sequence for them that pick and roll. So, you know, they're very effective uh, with it, and I feel like, you know, it's gonna. I feel like they're still gonna have success with it because they have had they have all. All playoffs long, they have they've had success with the pick and roll, um, but I'm interested to see what adjustments the Bucks make. Coach Budenholzer, the adjustments he makes, and uh, it's gonna be a very fun, exciting, and thrilling game number two in Phoenix, nine o'clock uh, tomorrow night on ABC. Guys, tune in; you don't want to miss it. Um, and yeah, those are my thoughts of, on Game One of the NBA Finals. Let me know what you guys think. Um. And I will see y'all when I see y'all. Have a great night. I love y'all. Peace.